Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Unicorn Mini Podcast. I hope you have a big, goofy, ridiculous smile on your face because what is the point of living life any other way? I'm really excited because in this episode, a good friend of mine, an Inner Circle member, Ricky from Johannesburg, South Africa, gets on the phone and we talk about how he's currently struggling with motivation to get to the gym, but the catch is... Ricky is a very high-level personal trainer, an elite strength coach, really a remarkable guy, and I'm excited because a lot of people think that just because you are a personal trainer, you are always motivated to go to the gym, and that's just not true. We as humans, all of us go through periods of wanting to be, uh, we are, we're, we're very motivated, and we all have periods of times where we're not motivated in the least, and we'd rather just sit in bed and eat chocolate pudding and watch Netflix and blah, blah, blah. So I'm excited for you to listen to see how over the course of this call, Ricky gets more and more motivated to exercise and specifically to exercise in a way that not only improves his fitness and his health and his body composition, but equally, if not more important, his happiness. Enjoy. I hope to talk to you soon. Let me know if you have any questions. Have a good day. Ricky. Hey, bro. How you doing? What's up, man? How are you? I'm awesome, man. How are you? I'm good. You're driving right now, right? Yeah, I am. I'm about to pull into my house, though, so I will not be driving in like 12 seconds from now. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect, man. All right. So first of all, thank you for hopping on the phone, especially on such short notice. Um, Just do me a favor. So we are recording. So just tell everyone like where you're from and, and what you do. All right, awesome, man. So, so yeah, so Ricky, I'm from South Africa. Um, I have a gym in South Africa here in Johannesburg where I've got two trainers that work with me and then I've got an online business as well where I serve, where I serve people there. So, so yeah, so that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much what I do. I love it. Awesome, dude. Thank you. So, so, as a brief background for, for everyone listening, um, I just saw, so, so Ricky's in the inner circle and I just saw that he uh, had been listening to these mini podcasts. He like tagged me in a post in his story. And then I was like, Oh shit, you know what? I'm going to text him, see if he wants to hop one, uh, hop on one too. And so here we are. It's, what is it? It's 5am where I am. I'm in LA. What time is it in Johannesburg? It's quarter past three in the afternoon. <laughs> wow. It's almost like exactly opposite. It's almost, it's like 12 hour, almost 12 hour difference. It's crazy. Um, I still find it so crazy. Like, I just still find that whole time difference thing. I just think it's the craziest fucking thing in the world. You know, I like, it's like 5 a.m. where you are. And it's like at the end of the day where I am, for some reason, that just blows my mind. I don't know. No, it's crazy. It's funny because like, and I always, I prefer to be like, I always prefer to be ahead. So like when I lived in Israel um, or anytime I was ahead of people or when I was in Hong Kong, it's great because like every time I can answer emails like the day before the other people. So like they'll send them and then I'll, I'll answer when they're sleeping. And then when they wake up, like they have the response. It's just way easier that way. I like that so much better. Um, but dude, so basically I, I haven't said anything like we just hopped on and we're, and we're recording. So they don't know what your question is. So just do me a favor. Like, tell me, tell everybody, like, what is your question? What did you want to talk (laughs) about? and, And how can I help? All right, awesome. I mean, so, you know, so I think one of the things that I'm going through now is something that I think a lot of people can relate to, and especially 
coaches because I do know that there's definitely quite a lot of coaches in the inner circle at the moment. And uh, I think, so like we obviously spend so much time trying to help others and motivate others and get them on the right track. And something that I've really been battling with at the moment is just trying to keep up with the consistency of my own training and nutrition, you know, and like, it's, it's such a mindfuck, Jay, because like, um, like I know it makes me feel better. And like, I know I prefer how I look when I'm training and eating well, and I know how it affects my confidence and I sleep better and I work better. And I'm a nicer guy. I'm not, I'm not like an ass, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> and then like, um, but like, I'll, be really good for like two three days so let's say from monday to wednesday and then on like wednesday night i'll go out for a drink have like a burger have something with a few mates and then like i wake up on thursday and i'm feeling like a little bit sluggish because i ate a whole heap of shit the night before so it kind of like spills into thursday then it's friday so it's the weekend and like before i know it it's like saturday night and i'm like you know what, like Monday, like Monday, we're going to do it, you know? And then like, and like, <laughs> yeah. and, and like, it's kind of been like that for, for the last like four or five weeks. And like, for some reason, I just can't seem to like snap out of that. And it's, and it's driving me insane because like, I know what I need to do. I just need to like, like, I don't need to like wait till Monday, you know, I just need to like start and just, fucking do it to be honest you know <laughs> um but like i just i just can't seem to just like make that switch it's just a lot harder this time than it's ever been and it's yeah it's just a new experience for me how like i'm finding this little transition really tough you know yeah dude for sure so i mean there's a bunch of things that i want to bring up in relation to this the first one being for anyone who who listening who isn't a coach it's very it's it's Sometimes I know a lot of people, they get self-conscious because they're like, oh, well, you don't understand because you're a coach. It's like, listen, coaches have trouble with this too. Just because we like our job is actually helping people exercise doesn't mean that we don't go through periods of like, it's a struggle to get to the gym, like in motivation, like we lose motivation too. Like we're, we're people as well. And I think it's, I'm really glad you brought this up because everybody struggles with it at some point in their life, which is the next point, which is that like, sometimes you're going to be outrageously motivated and other times you're just going to be like, it's going to be the last thing you want to do. You're going to not want to go to the gym. You're going to, you would rather do anything else, but go and understanding that is important because if you think that you're always going to have that motivation, then immediately you're going to think, well, I'm failing now because I'm not going. And you can't think that way. Cause as soon as you get in that mindset, it's just, it's going to push you further and further and further away. So I think the most important thing just to really hammer home is this is normal. It is common and it doesn't mean anything. And, and in the same way, like, let me ask you this, Ricky, how long have you been working out in general? Like, like how many years have you been working out? Sure. Um, 12 years, 15 years. <laughs> Got it. 12 years, 15. We'll say, we'll call it, we'll call it, we'll call it 12 just to be on the low end. Right. We'll call it 12 just to be on the low end, even though it's probably more. And it's, how crazy is it that you sort of lose your mind in four to five weeks? It's like, Oh my, and I bet (laughs) even though like logically, you know, you're not going to lose all your progress. I bet you've been like, Oh man, like 
I feel fat and I look different and I'm probably getting weaker. Like I bet you've probably had that sort of thought process in some sense. Is that right or am I wrong? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. I mean, like I put on my jeans last night and I kind of like, like I just like I just felt they were a little bit tighter than they would normally be. You know, <laughs> for sure. And even though logically you know that, like. Even if they're a little bit tighter, you know it's not necessarily fat. Number one, number yeah, two yeah, is, I'm with you. like, yeah. like t- you're not going to undo twelve years of work. Here, you know what actually is really crazy? Here's a really interesting thing to remember: if you literally didn't strength train another day in your life, I I don't think, honest to God, that you would undo ever the twelve years that you already put in. Like you would get weaker. And you would lose some muscle for sure. But the 12 years that you put in, it wouldn't have been a waste. And like, I don't think that it would ever fully like be undone. You know what I mean? Like you put in so much groundwork, you've increased your bone density, you've increased your muscle mass to undo that. And it's, it's just like, it's not realistic, but either way, the, the point that you want to talk about is, okay, well, how do I get back to working out? How do I get back to fitness? So what I'm going to ask you is, Let's say that you have a client and you have a client saying the exact same thing. You have a client, listen, Ricky, like I've been, I was working out, I was doing really well. And for the last like month or so, I just, I keep putting it off. Like I I go through it the whole week and I'll say, I'm going to do it tomorrow, tomorrow. And then every Saturday I'm like, all right, Monday I'm going to do it, but I, I'm not doing it. Like, what do I do? Like, how do I get back in the gym? What would you tell a client? Well, it would probably be to break it down completely and not take on too much at once and kind of work on those like like small, small, small habits every single day and slowly build from there, you know? And I think and I think that's and then like obviously coupled with like a huge amount of accountability from my end to the client. But I think that's the biggest thing that's going wrong is like I start a Monday and I'm like I'm like in it like 100% and like, and then I guess to Wednesday and I'm like just overwhelmed, you know, for sure. Well, let me see this. What is your training goal right now? What What do you want to achieve with your training? So like, it's, it's quite cool actually. So I used to be a competitive cyclist as a junior and when I was about 16 and I then got out of that. And I'm slowly starting to get back into that now because I really, like it's it's just something that I miss, and I'm just getting a little bored training in the gym. So, so like that's something that I've that I've started to get back into. And obviously, you know, from not being on the bike for the last nine eight years, like it's obviously a massive transition. So I need to really like get my head in the game so I can start making some progress there. You know. So, so I would say that's probably the goal is to like lose a bit of fat so I can just feel a little bit lighter on the bike. Um, but yeah, I just get nice and strong on the bike. Yeah, it's probably it. Now, have you, have you started riding the bike yet or not yeah, so much? Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, I'm probably riding about, about three to four times a week now. Okay, so so this is – I'm so glad that we're having this discussion because even though you haven't necessarily been in the gym, you've still been riding? Yeah. So how how long is a ride uh, on average? 
Um, yeah, between an hour and an hour and a half. I see where this is going now. <laughs> now, now we broke through. So here's the deal, dude. You're doing between three to four rides a week, an hour, hour and a half per ride. That is, if a client, the the imaginary client that you spoke to before was not doing that ride, they were not doing anything. And if that imaginary client said, oh yeah, by the way, I'm also biking like an hour, hour and a half a day, four days a week, you'd be like, uh, that's fucking awesome, dude. Like, you're getting a lot of exercise in. That's amazing. So like the reality is this, you even said it, you said it yourself that you're excited because you've been bored in the gym and now you're getting back into cycling. And here's the thing. And I've, I've spoken about this a lot, especially in recent months where we get so involved with a certain type of training, whether it's powerlifting or Olympic lifting or CrossFit or whatever, that you de- you start to develop a sense of loyalty to it, like doing anything else is a waste of time or it's not valid or it's not good. And like you always have to do that one thing. But the reality is there like if all you did was cycle, like I have a like you're strong enough, like you you've built up a lot of strength over the years. I bet you don't need to really build up your strength anymore. I bet you need to build up your endurance and your work capacity. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. De- deadlifting 10 more pounds is not going to make you a better cyclist. If you want to get back into cycling, you need to do more cycling. And I have a feeling that like, since you're already doing the cycling, you're excited about it. You are enjoying it. Like this is fun for you. Like that's that's where you're getting the most enjoyment in your life and in your exercise. So, I mean, what if I was to say like, you don't need to be really going to the gym like a normal gym. Like if, if, if you weren't cycling and you just wanted to get strong, I'd say, okay, let's try to go to the gym like three to four times a week. But if you're only using the gym as a way to like supplement your cycling, there's nothing wrong with going one or two times a week for 20 to 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, what I mean? like you, you just have to maintain your strength, maintain your mobility. You don't have to go as hard as you possibly can in the gym if your main thing right now is cycling. Yeah. Do you agree or disagree? Oh, no, I agree. I agree 100%. So, like, let me ask you this. Does that take a certain amount of stress off of you in terms of, like, now that you know, like, you don't have to be going to the gym like you were before. In fact, if you really want to get better at cycling, you probably shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, it does. It does. You know, I think it's, like, it's just so funny how you know these things and like I kind of feel like everyone in the back of their mind like knows some of these things but like your mind just argues with yourself you know <laughs> of course well yeah dude I mean think about this you are in the fitness industry and you're among fitness people who like they're constantly posting about deadlifting and squats and lunges and all this stuff and yada 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 and how like this is how you get better and like that's what you've been preaching yourself for so long and that's what you've done and now you're surprise surprise you're bored of it it's not as exciting anymore you're an expert in it so for you to like go away from it it's almost like losing a bit of your identity and you're like well I don't like I don't want to be a fraud like I don't not want to do that I don't want to practice what I preach but you easily forget that there's a whole other world where cycling is 
the thing. And like, it's okay not to do that other stuff, especially if that's not your goal, which is why my first major question was, what is your goal right now? And the first thing you said was, I'm really excited. It's actually pretty cool. I used to be competitive cycler and now I'm getting back into it. It's like, that's amazing. Like you are excited about it. You should focus on that then. And I'll tell you, dude, like, by the way, I mean, you know, I used to be a highly competitive powerlifter. I spent the majority of my weightlifting career as a competitive powerlifter. And after I deadlifted four times my body weight, I literally, I had the weight in my hands at the competition. I deadlifted four times my body weight as my goal for the better part of a decade. I put the weights down and I like audibly said, that's it. I'm done. Like that was it. I was done with powerlifting for the time being because I was burnt out and I said it, but I didn't really understand what that would mean. And I spent a long time, I'd say the better part of the next six to eight months trying to force myself to do powerlifting style workouts in the gym and like, and, and lifting weights. And I was burnt out. I just, I didn't have fun with it. It was, it was not a good time. And it got to a point where I just like was skipping out on it and not doing it. And then when I got back into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and then I got back into boxing, now I'm, I'm boxing now, like I'm boxing like six, seven times a week. Whereas before I was struggling to go to the gym two to three times a week because I love boxing now. Like that's what I love to do. And I like, I don't getting a 10 pound personal record on my deadlift is not going to make me a better boxer anymore. Like now I have to get more fast, better with my technique, more endurance, better work capacity. So I'm working on that. And it was a little of an identity crisis because I was like, but I'm a powerlifter and I'm not powerlifting. And the reality is, no, it's fine. Like you can be in really good shape and very healthy and chase another goal without only going to the gym. There's a million things you can do. And above all, as long as you're being active and having fun with it, that is most important. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Does that like relieve a little bit of stress for you? Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it does a lot. You know, I think, uh, like, I think that's what it. That's what the issue was. You know that. You know, like, I'm so used to being in the gym five, six days a week, and now suddenly I'm like in the gym like once a week, but I'm kind of on the bike. But I'm like, I should probably be doing a little more in the gym. And like, I, I think I'm just making this whole thing like a lot more complicated than it actually has to be. You know. Yeah, you're holding yourself to unrealistic expectations and setting yourself up for disappointment. Let me ask you this. If I came to you and I said, hey, Ricky, um, you know, I can deadlift 500 pounds, um, but I want to be a competitive cyclist, like, but I'm not doing any cycling right now. How many days a week should I be cycling? What would you say? Yeah, so you should probably probably spend a bit more time on the bike than – under the bar, you know, <laughs> you'd probably say like, I don't know, like at least like, at least like three to four days a week of cycling yeah. and ma yeah. maybe one to two in the gym. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like at, at most, like I personally, if someone came to me with that, I would say, listen, I'd rather you spend four to five days a week on the bike and one day a week in the gym, unless the gym makes you really happy. If the gym is what you really love to do right now, then you can spend two days a week in the gym and three to four days a week cycling and then if you eventually want to take your cycling to a higher competitive level, like more of an elite level, then you might have to, there might be a little bit more sacrifice on preference versus like preference versus actual like benefit. Um, yeah. There's like once, once you get to like more of an elite level of training, then you can start to really think, okay, 
where where is the the line between what's more beneficial for my performance versus what's more beneficial for my happiness and if you're not at that level if you're not competing at a high level then your happiness always comes first always like if i would rather you spend 4 to 5 days a week cycling cycling for 60 minutes and loving it than going to the gym the same amount of time and hating it or because eventually you're going to burn out and not go to the gym. Right. And that's pretty much what's been happening where you're like, ah, screw it. I'm just not going to go. But like you actually really enjoy the cycling. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. So, I mean, well, let me, so let me see this, like going forward, what do you think a good plan is for you in terms of, in terms of training? Uh, You know, well, I think like the first thing is, you know, that like, even though I would like to work up to being an elite cyclist again, like I'm not at that level yet. And right now, like I'm actually just having fun. So I need to like remove the pressure of that first, you know? Um, and then secondly to, to, yeah, just, uh, if I train the gym once a week, great. If I train the gym twice a week, like that's even better because I mean, I know it's like, I know it's important with that whole cross training thing, you know, and uh, getting a bit of strength work in as well. Um, You know, but I think like the major thing is like, I've started to get back into the cycling thing and like that competitive cyclist mindset thing pops into my head and I couldn't make that switch immediately. So I just went like the complete opposite way, you know? So instead of, being 100% in it, I was like, like 100% out of it and just overwhelming myself, you know? Yeah, dude, I totally, I totally 100% get it. And, and it's just, I very much resonate with what you're saying, because I went through it when I made the switch from when I was essentially finished powerlifting, and had trouble transferring into something else, like, totally, 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 totally get it. Um, And I'll tell you, once I finally allowed myself to disassociate who I am with the type of of workout that I'm doing, once I, I removed the idea that I am a power lifter or I am a strength coach or I am a whatever and allowed myself just to be like, I'm going to work out in whatever way makes me more happy, that's when I finally was able to actually like really reach a much healthier, I got way healthier. I like everything got easier with my nutrition. Everything got easier because I wasn't trying to fit a, I wasn't trying to jam a a square peg into a round hole anymore. Like what I I was once a powerlifter and powerlifting was once my, like my major thing. And eventually it changed and that's okay. And maybe one day you'll go back to loving being in the gym five to six times a week. Maybe you won't, who knows, but either way, as of right now, you know that you're struggling with consistency when that's what you're trying to do, but you're actually very consistent, almost effortlessly when you're cycling. So you might as well do what you love and enjoy it and and go from there. Yeah. hundred percent, man. I love that, man. So what I, here's what I would do. If I was if I was you and I was looking for like a quote unquote optimal training program, knowing yeah. that like it's a very, you know, optimal subjective, but realistically, 
what I would do is I would your gym sessions, your strength training sessions, I would I would put a cap on it. I would say from the second you walk in the gym, you have 25 minutes. From this, you have 25 minutes, and and within 25 minutes, you can get a great workout in. And we'll we'll say like not including your warm up. So okay. you warm up for, from the second you start, you have 25 minutes, and and you can do one to two sessions a week. So that's a total of maximum 50 minutes, five zero, and and you can do I would say like two full body sessions. So you could do um, like start with deadlift on one day, and then start with chin ups on another day. And like do like that's your main strength work. And then after that, do more a little bit more of like circuit style strength training where you get in, you get out, like you do like a um like you do like push pull core, push pull core as like the as like the superset or the the, like yeah. the circuit. Do like two or three of those after your main strength move, then you're done and you're out. You're like you don't really have to do too much else other than that. You do a couple circuits, you get you get out, and then you go back to cycling the following day and you're good. Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That sounds awesome. Cool. Yeah, awesome. I'm pretty excited. Dude, thank you for, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm excited. And what I'm really, I want you to keep me posted. I want like you to like let me know how your consistency is. And equally, if not more important, I want to know how like your happiness is and how like your mindset is. And like keep reminding yourself that you don't have to be going to the gym five to six days a week in order to be healthy or to be fit or to be a coach. Like you can do, there's a million ways to exercise and you can be happy and healthy doing all of them. So keep me posted. Let me know what's going on and, and how you're doing. And, and if I can help, please tell me. Awesome, man. I will. Thank you so much. Jay. I appreciate it, buddy. For sure, man. Absolutely. Thank you for getting on and uh, have a great rest of the day. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Awesome, man. You too. Sweet buddy. Have a good day. Bye, man. Cool, man. Bye.